This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Business Champs. This is the show where we focus on responsible business practices. We believe and we understand and the research shows that sustainable business practices that focus on both positive environmental and social impact is the way that technology and strategy is headed. It's a winning strategy for your small business. Small businesses can connect with large businesses to gain market share, strengthen your brand and reduce your risk. So welcome to our show. Welcome back to Business Champs. You are joined by Brittany Bogues at Britt Bogues and my beautiful co-host C.T. Anderson at C.T. Creation Care. And we are so excited because we are joined by somebody special and we're at the most amazing place, well, place I kind of grew up, uh, the Hornets Arena, where they're celebrating their 35th year um, anniversary. We are joined by Ashley. Gladney. Well, I, uh, I didn't know if I was going to say full name. Oh, sorry. That's totally fine. <laughs> I'm uh, Ashley Gladney. I'm the Sustainability Program Manager for Charlotte Regional Business Authority. Ooh, that sounds like MC. <laughs> Yo. Okay. We're like, she's doing, she's doing work. She's making us legit. <laughs> she has a real job. Meanwhile, Britt and I are just hanging out talking about this. All right, cool. So we love people that have sustainability in their title because the whole point about business champs is to make people understand that sustainability is the business way. That's the way the puck is set moving when it comes to business. And so tell us a little bit about your professional background and how you even got it started in sustainability. Yeah, so um, I started in sustainability. I worked for CRV pretty much since I graduated college and I started on the operations side, which is traditionally where a lot of buildings where sustainability kind of starts. And um, my boss at the time really wanted to start composting in the building. So this was about nine years ago. And um, she kind of gave it to me as my project. And it grew from there, from composting in the building to now going for certifications in the building and turning this into a full CRVA role. Um, My big jump to sustainability full-time as my job was last year in June, um, when CRVA created a position for me specifically based in sustainability. in alignment with the city's CEOP goals for the strategic energy action plan and our overall benchmarking and sustainability program for the whole company. Oh, that's so cool. That was a whole lot. That was a lot. Like, You're okay, amazing. we got to break it down. You're okay, so Charlotte so Regional right? okay. Visitors Authority, first of all, let's just say CRBA is the Charlotte Regional Visitors Authority. They're responsible for all of the different stadiums, the convention center, that sort of thing, right? Yep. Five properties, convention center, NASCAR Hall of Fame, Bojangles Coliseum, Ovens Auditorium, connect the building between those two and Spectrum Center, as well as the Visit Charlotte brand is also under CRVA. Oh, okay. That's so that's so a lot. Cool. Yeah. Then she started talking about CAP, yes. which stands for Strategic Energy Action Plan. Mm-hmm. And that's a plan for sustainability that the city of Charlotte put together. Is yes. that right? Correct. And she also talked about certifying buildings. We talked a little bit about that. Yeah. So talk a little bit about the building certifications. Yes. So um, our Charlotte Convention Center just got its LEED Gold certification this past summer. (laughs) And uh, Spectrum Center is looking at a number of certifications for its building and sustainability. um, True Zero Waste certification, as well as um, we've signed up with Green Globes in some certification processes. Oh, that's cool. 
So like when you were getting your position created and everything like that, like, did you have like a benchmark of items that you had to measure it against to make sure it was sustainable or like, how did you kind of do that? Yeah, so as part of the city's SEOP plan, they have a benchmarking report that they release every year that includes all of CRBA buildings. And a lot of my roles started with um, EUI numbers used, but EUI is mostly created for office buildings. It doesn't really have a lot of benchmarking for unique use event spaces. So my job kind of was about how we focus this benchmarking to make sure we're reducing our energy usage, we're reducing our fossil fuels, we're meeting the CIAP goal to be carbon neutral by 2030, but we're also being realistic within the space that we work in. We're an arena, we're a convention center, we're in the tourism industry. Our job is to bring more and more people to our industry. For sure. And then of course that's gonna mean more energy usage, but how do we prove that our buildings are running as efficiently as we possibly can, and that we're being as sustainable as we possibly can while still meeting that business goal of driving tourism in the city of Charlotte. Oh, that's so cool. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> EUI, for those of you who yes. don't know, stands for energy use intensity. And that's kind of like a formula, kind of a, a ratio mm-hmm. yeah. of how much energy you, you use per square foot or yes. something like that. Is that mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Got that's it. So cool. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yes. Me, I am a Charlotte native. So Charlotte unicorn. <laughs> you see native unicorn. There's so many transplants. I love it. But I think between me and you, we know most of the Charlotte natives. Like, <laughs> we're gonna keep finding the Charlotte natives. That's gonna be a goal for us to interview Seriously. as many Charlotte natives yeah. as we can. Okay, keep yeah. going, Ash. So as a Charlotte native, grew up and raised here. Oddly enough, I feel like most people who were raised in Charlotte were like, "It's boring. I don't want to live here." So I went to school way out in. Buffalo area, Niagara University, um, went into hospitality, travel, and tourism, which um, learned about sustainability in that. And uh, oddly enough, did not want to work in sports at all. (laughs) And sports just kind of found its way back to me. Um, When I graduated college, I worked briefly with the Carolina Panthers and then uh, took on this role and operation coordinator at CRVA when he came in and been here since for over nine years now. Oh my goodness. So you know they say if you've been doing something for 10 years, you're an expert. Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, yes. yes. Y'all, we got a sustainability expert yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> and she's a QC native. <laughs> and she's a sister. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Okay, cool. Well, okay, so I'm in like PR and branding, so I always kind of like to ask people like, how have you seen like PR and branding like play a role in what you do? It's definitely coming up more and more in sustainability where you're seeing companies and businesses want to align. Um, one of the big projects we started with PR and branding this year at Spectrum Center was uh, we partnered with Coke Consolidated for the Every Bottle Back program. So we started sending all of our aluminum and plastic bottles back to Coca-Cola. Um, and they're working with us now on some PR and branding items about this program and spreading it out. It's going out to our mayor's office with the city of Charlotte. So um, it's definitely sponsorship, PR, branding is very aligned with sustainability for telling your story. It's a huge part of sustainability that you could do a million great things, but if nobody knows what you're doing, <laughs> it, it's great, but it's also kind of like how do you get people involved, especially when you're in this tourism side where you're bringing people into your building and people are a huge part of your sustainability and making sure they're recycling these items right and these items are getting to the right places. So I'm seeing it align more and more. We work with our 
um, multiple events I've attended for Korean Sports Alliance and Gold Grand Prix have both had sessions directly on PR and marketing and how they align with sustainability and how you align partnerships with sustainability goals as a business. For sure. I love that. That's exciting for me to know. <laughs> that, that, no, you're, Brett basically is going to switch everything to peak sustainability from here yeah, on out. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So I'm obsessed. Okay. So the Green Sports Alliance, the mayor's office. So what happens to these bottles? I want to know. What does Coke do with these bottles when, when they get taken back? So they work with a third-party recycler that takes them and they break them down into the material that Coke uses and they send that material back to Coke and they're able to remake new Coke bottles with it. So it's going, a Coke bottle is going back to be a Coke bottle. <laughs> cans are going back to be cans. And what's great with this program is they're not just focused on their materials. They allow us to send a lot of our beer drinking cans and other plastic items in the building all can go back in this and they break it all down and send it to Coke. So we're getting a full reuse of everything in our building. That's pretty cool. So I hear some business models in there for folks who are trying to be beverage companies. There's recycling opportunities, people to collect the recycling, get it to where it needs to go. All y'all folks that are trying to make money, sustainability is the way to go. Yeah. We have the sustainability expert here. She manages all the stuff here in Charlotte. <laughs> like, that's what we're talking about, right, Brynn? Exactly. All right, cool. 100%. I love it. So what are some of the things that surprised you when you guys started doing sustainability here in the Spectrum Center, which is like concerts, hornets, I don't know who else is here, but a lot of stuff. I think how many like subsectors and things really fall into sustainability. I think when people hear sustainability, they think about recycling and like a very small level race reduction, but we realize it's fossil fuel reduction, energy and water reduction and all of that great waste stuff with reuse and reduction and all the things that can technically fall in sustainability that people don't think about. And then I was also shocked this year, we noticed a lot with our team at Spectrum Center, when we had a story with our sustainability pieces, people were way more attached and engaged. So like our, our Coke bottles or uh, we work with Innovation Barn, they take our glass and we had these candles. So, so everybody's like, oh, it's so great to see these candles. And then, of course, CT, you made our teddy bears. Our, <laughs> our teddy bears are our favorite. I think we had initially some spare teddy bears and every person who came to us was like, I want a teddy bear. Why not get a teddy bear? <laughs> Don't worry. I was just telling Brittany when I came over, I said, like, oh, I forgot. I had three teddy bears made for you. I was going to bring them tonight. I will bring them next time. I promise. So. Basically, what Ashley is talking about, the city of Charlotte was recognized as one of the top five sustainability cities in the world, and largely in part due to the Innovation Barn, which is a space that is a co-working space and incubator for all things sustainability and circular economy. My nonprofit, Spring Clean, we focus on sustainable fashion and textile recycling. We work with Ashley, where they took old marketing t-shirts from the Hornets, and we turned those t-shirts into teddy bears. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so oh, we cool. have tons of cool new teddy bears. Um, we have some new styles, so I'm going to bring them and see, and then maybe y'all can start buying them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, I mean, we've talked a lot about, or some about how, like, you're, you've worked sustainability into, like, your work. So how have you worked into, like, your personal life? Yes, so I always say I feel like I can be better in my personal <laughs> life, probably sustainability. <laughs> But I do use a lot of sustainable brands. Okay. I use the like uh, reusable paper towels, um, um, green cleaning products. Um, I try to reuse as many things as I can and find a new purpose for it. And, you know, 
try to monitor my energy bill and not blast air conditioning as much or, or use heat as much and remember to turn I switched pretty much all the lights in my house to um, Philips Hue lighting oh, yeah. so I can control a little bit more so I don't have to actually go and turn off switches because that was what I was bad about like leaving a room and leaving a switch on so now I just go to my app and turn them all off um, nice. so that's kind of how I've integrated into my life um, I will say on like the recycling and composting I do wish Charlotte had a little bit of like compost in your your home that was a little bit easier to do because I I have one of those machines that breaks down your compost but Mm -hmm. I'm not a gardener so (laughs) So what do you want to do with it? I don't need anything to do luckily my neighbor is so like right now they take it and I'm not producing a ton but uh I, I do wish there was a little bit better way for me to, to get rid of it because I'm not going to start a garden anytime soon. Okay, so all y'all folks out there, there are composting companies. Maybe we need to talk to the city and figure out how we can come together, create the whole ecosystem. Yes. Somebody's churning it. Somebody's picking it up. <laughs> somebody's packaging it. <laughs> talk about the whole composting supply chain because your girl Ashley Gladney needs a solution. Yes. <laughs> and you heard it here first, right? Yes, yes we did. Before we go for a break, Ashley, can you tell us one thing that is kind of a guilty pleasure about, you know it's not sustainable, but you do it anyway? I have probably way too many shoes, like just piles and piles of shoes that I, I will never like fully get full use out of all these shoes. But, you know, I work in hospitality, so I walk a lot, and then I work in sports, so I try to support our Nike and Jumpman brands and... I always feel like I can find a justification for a new shoe. So I love it. <laughs> I love it. a shoe closet doesn't really align with like reduction and like reuse of that. Hey, I started spring clean because I have too many clothes. So it's all good. I know. And Brittany, we can't even, we're not going to even go through Brittany's closet. Like one day we're going to put her closet on blast, but today is not the day. Yes. Thank you. Um, if you had to guess how many pairs of shoes you think you have? At least 80. At least 80. Oh, that's not too bad. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say like hundreds. I mean, I've recently pared down so many. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, like just man, incomplete. I'm, I'm being modest right now. Convenience for this interview. I may have prior to. I love this. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. We'll take a quick break and come right back with our wonderful uh, guest, Ashley Gladney, Sustainability Manager for the Charlotte Regional Visitors Authority. C-L-T first. That's spelled C-L-T-1-S-T. It's a refreshing new podcast of Charlotte people, by Charlotte people, for Charlotte people. No bots, no AI, just real human voices. We call it news for people who are so over local news. We work with natural allies, all locally owned, like the Charlotte Ledger, Queen City Nerve, Charlotte Post, and many others. We're all about local, local, local with minimal murder and mayhem. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Instagram. Change your morning routine with us. CLT first. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. Welcome back to Business Champs. You have C.T. Anderson, Brittany Bogues, Ashley Gladney. We are here. Ashley just admitted that she has too many pairs of shoes. So we're going to let her redeem herself. (laughs) 
and share with us who's your favorite sustainable fashion designer or sustainable brand or something that makes you feel good when it comes to sustainability in the clothes and shoes area. Yeah. So I really like Rafi's now. I've got a couple oh. pair of Rafi's and um, Nike has a couple of good sustainability items that they've been releasing recently that I really enjoy. And uh, Sanctuary is probably my favorite like general sustainability designer. All right. All great brands. Britt, we should send them our sponsorship package. Yes, yes we should. <laughs> We're on it. We're on it. Exactly. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, speaking of that, um, so I am a small business owner at Vogue's Group, loving it. And um, we often always want to partner with, you know, larger brands. So I was wondering, what kind of tips would you give to small businesses that are trying to get into sustainability, but also to work with bigger businesses? I would definitely say reach out because on the same side, we're also looking for people to partner with and things. So, um I believe I reached out to CT initially about like we had all these textiles and we did something to do with them. Uh, there's great larger companies like Loopworks who um, does a lot with textiles, but they require a larger sum and we don't always have, you know, 2000 of something. So I think if you are reaching out, you'll be surprised how many connections and things that like you can find that they actually may need or are looking for a source in right now. Um, I would also say start small and snowball. Like I said, nine years ago, we were composting and that was our thing. And now we have rolled it up to cans and aluminum go to this place and we still compost and we have a food donation program and we have, um, I'm blanking with some of our stuff, or we have our glass recycling and all these things that we've kind of scaled up into our program. And of course, our big sustainability luncheon that we host every year. So we went from composting to a sustainability luncheon with all of our vendors. So I'd say you can start small and scale up and kind of succeed and do great at one thing and then move on to your next things and kind of build on those successes. I love that. Thank you. Of course. That's cool. So a goal for people could be become one of those sustainability vendors and get invited to the luncheon. Could be, yes. I like it. Mm-hmm. So just don't be a Don't be okay. to reach out. Okay, yes. sis. Okay. Um, so when I'm a guest, so maybe I'm not a business, maybe I'm just a guest. I like coming to the Spectrum Center. I love rooting for the home team, no matter what the record is. I love seeing some of these concerts and events. What would you say to guests when they come to the Spectrum Center? This is how you can help us be more sustainable. Absolutely. So if you come to Spectrum Center as a guest, I would say you should notice that we have some lovely co-branded recycling bins from Coca-Cola and some free stream recycling bins for compostable and things. So if you could just recycle right in our building, any of your um, aluminum ball cups that we have for this 35 year anniversary, um, any plastic bottles, any aluminum cans, placing them in those bins, it makes it so much easier for our housekeeping team with sorting these items. Um, to help us reach that goal and get every bottle back and every item back to Coca-Cola, as well as um, just helping clean up and be mindful of basic things. And if you know if you want to be top tier, if you want to sort your food waste from your non-compostable item with like the food waste and compost and things, okay. all be great help for us here to increase all of our diversion numbers. Yo, you sound like me when I'm talking to my family and they're looking to be crazy. <laughs> I love it. Love it. We may have to have you come back and we can do a whole, here's how to be a top tier Spectrum Center attendee. Yeah, seriously. I like that. As you were going through your list, before we move on to the next question, you talked about all of the different things that people could probably see visibly mm-hmm. 
Is there anything that's behind the scenes that we wouldn't know that you're doing that's sustainable, but you guys are doing a lot of work? Yeah, so we do a lot of air quality testing in the building. So our air quality is regularly monitored and tested in the building. Um, so that's something that's hide in the scenes to make sure it started a lot with um, obviously COVID and a lot of us wanted to make sure our, our space was safe. Um, and healthy from our guests coming in. So that's one big you're probably not seeing. Another big thing is um, if you enjoy any alcoholic beverages here at Spectrum Center, we do collect all that glass back at house and it goes out to Innovation Bar and is crushed down. So that's probably another item you aren't seeing. Um, you see a lot of our sinks have um, sensors on them to kind of cut off and burn on. So a little bit of water reduction there. So those are a couple things we're doing behind the scenes. We also have um, EV charging in our loading dock for, so having an EV vehicle, we may have an EV charger. We're looking to always work on improving those projects. Nice. Guys are really doing stuff. I love it. So the plumbers, the people that make the fixtures, the folks that are doing the lighting, the folks that are doing the EV stations, the loading dock people, everybody can eat off of sustainability money. That is the punchline, right, Brad? Yes, exactly. I love it. Thank you, Ashley. Well, as we kind of come to a close and wrap this thing up, I would love to kind of know, like, what kind of advice would you give to your younger self? Um, Yeah. And also maybe someone interested in getting into sustainability. I would say to my younger self to be open-minded. I was very stuck on, even when I went to college, I was knew I wanted to be in tourism and mm-hmm. hospitality, but I was very like, I don't want to do this, 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 and this. And <laughs> all that went out the window when it came to like careers and career development. So I'm saying be open-minded, be open to learning and developing. There's so much in the sustainability world um, and so much to learn. You really have to be open-minded and trust yourself and trust that you can learn these things and become an expert in them and, you know, be the voice and to just have confidence in your own abilities. I do think I have a really great network of people who are constantly, I thank them so much for their constant encouragement of me that helped me grow in my career. I don't know if I would be at this point, if it wasn't for like, they're constantly being like, you can do this, you can do this and and force me to go to speeches and conferences and things that, um, have helped me really like build my confidence. I would always say like have confidence in your own skills and, and build a great network of people around you as well. I love that. Like a board of directors for your life. I love that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes. Of course, the PR person has the perfect little package <laughs> words around it. I try. You are an expert. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not just trying to blow smoke, like for real. You are a Yes. Okay. Everybody here should be emailing you immediately. Yes. Like, I want to be like Ashley. Like, like for real. Like hometown girl just came into a new one. You had your expertise, had you studied your degree, and then you came and you just you did such a great job that the, the organization created a job for you. That says a lot. That says a lot, actually. So don't ever doubt. If you're having a down day, replay this part. You are an expert. Thank you. I appreciate it. Brad, is there anything you learned that you want to share with the audience? I mean, so many things between like the air quality being tested. That blew my mind. I mean, like I know we need it, but that's I mean, that's that was fascinating for me. But like beyond everything, meeting you and getting to know you better. I mean, that was really cool for me, too. I think my favorite frame are the shoes. (laughs) Not gonna lie. Of course. Um, I'm about to go to your closet. <laughs> so more to come. Part three, 
Part two is Ashley coming back to tell us how we can be Gold Star Sustainability. Yes. <laughs> Part three is behind the scenes of Ashley and Britt's closet. <laughs> so. I'm scared. Hiding a couple things. Right? Look at hiding stuff. Thank you, Ashley. You just listened to another episode of Business Champs. I'm C.T. Anderson. You can follow me at C.T. Creation Care on all social media. And I am Britt Bogues at Britt Bogues, owner of Bogues Group. We are a consulting agency ready to work for you. The Business Champs podcast is a production of the Bogues Group, Spring Clean, and Balto Creative Media. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. dot com.